Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. It is a Christmas film. It is like the lesbian <laughs> diehard. It's like, it is... Carol is the lesbian diehard. <laughs> Welcome back to That's a Gay-Ass Podcast. The podcast that asks, whose fault is it that you are gay? This is Eric Williams, your host, and we have a television star on the podcast, Tian Tran from How I Met Your Father, <laughs> starring Hilary Duff. Ugh, it is so good to have you back here. The second week of Pride Month, and this episode is like full-on Pride-filled. I really mean that. I just, the, the chosen family of it all, talking to Tian Tran, there was an immediate, just familial connection, and y'all, I'm a fam too, truly. Uh, speaking of family, I have some, like, devastating news, which is that I'm the lesser-liked parent with Freddie, our new dog. Can anybody tell me how you deal with this? Like, I, there, it can't be just me where you know that your animal or your child prefers one parent over the other. I'm struggling. It's become very... We, we've had him for about, no, exactly two weeks now, and I've just realized over the past two days, I'm number two. And, um... I'm going to take him to the doctor. I think something's wrong because I don't see a world where I am the lesser-liked parent. It doesn't seem okay. Like, what did I do? He's anti-Semitic. That's it. That's it. Um, you know what? Cance- hashtag cancel Freddy. This weekend, we went out for Pride in LA. It was West Hollywood's gay Pride. And God, it was fucking insane. I I, I talk about it with Tian on this week's episode, but I... <laughs> I don't know why it's all so expensive. What are you all doing for Pride? I, I I love to celebrate queerness. I love being gay as hell. Why do I have to refinance my future home to be able to go out? I just don't understand it, pipes. I also don't understand why it's taking so long to get this merch to my home. I'm trying to get one sample shirt so that I can make do quality control because I want to put something on the internet for sale that is actually really delicious. And so I appreciate your patience. I will I will post the second I get the shirt. And then once they are up live, I will reveal the five final designs for the icons who made it onto the gay ass shirts. And then you can just order to your heart's content. 
But let's get into this week's episode with Tian Tran. Yes, she is a television star, stand-up comedian, so hilarious and kind and genuine. And this episode was a full-on joy to record. Uh, you can follow her at Hank Tina. Amazing story why that is her handle. And of course, follow the podcast at Gay Ass Podcast. And if you are thinking to yourself, hey, Eric every week asks about five-star reviews and I haven't left one, now's your chance, babe. Make a cute love note for your podcast app of choice as to why you like it. As podcast, let other people get in on the action. Enjoy this episode. I love you so much, and let's have another gay ass week. I am so unbelievably happy you're doing this podcast. Thank you so much for being here. You are truly the most gorgeous, hilarious, perfect, amazing oh person. My- and I don't know what if it's just because it's pride, but I'm feeling like so effing grateful you're here. Wait, that's too kind. Thank you so much for the warm welcome. Uh, I'm very excited to be here. You're a damn gem. And I think I, I think it's just we're doing it. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. You know what? That's actually because this is Pride. I feel like we have to start off and just ask you, what did you do this weekend? It was the first weekend of Pride. Give me a good answer. If it wasn't something exciting, lie about it in three, two, one. Okay, I um, groomed a couple of straights into being gay, uh, and now we're just like an amazing queer family. Wow, are you um, are you hooking up as a family? Like it's polyamorous, or are they your children? Great question. <laughs> um, I would like to say that it, 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 we're all adults, so I, I feel like it's a it's a loving family sex circle. You know, sure, so sure, sure. Cl- family classic, bed, f- yeah, family bed, classic. Classic weekend in June. I think that's a really good answer because honestly, <laughs> I, I, well, I didn't do too many exciting things for my first Pride weekend, but I did just move to LA and it was my first LA Pride. So <gasps> I did a couple of things. Congratulations. Thank you. What did so, you do? I honestly am having Pride whiplash of like the emotions attached to it. What I mean is I feel like. I'm amazed and thrilled that, like, Pride, of course, is, like, a huge thing. We're, like, Mm -hmm. celebrating the queerness. My whiplash is the corporations taking so much of my hard-earned cash. Yes. Where are you spending your money right now? We went to... Okay, so here's what happened is we went to... So it was West Hollywood Pride, and so we went to... um. Like a couple of the bars and our friends had purchased VIP tickets for the weekend to, like, go to, like, like the concert stuff. And I was like, (laughs) I'm not going to do that because i don't need to see and like no disrespect to the people they had on even though i am kind of disrespecting them by saying like, i don't need to see them for that much money so i didn't buy the tickets and then we get there and of course they were like well why don't you just do a day pass it's like 30 bucks it was 75 each so no. then we did we did it <laughs> And then, I feel like everyone says something is thirty dollars and it ends up being like a hundred and twenty. You're like, isn't that the truth? It's it's all it's always that way. Yeah, no, no, just do it. It's like it's like just do bucks. it, do it, do it. It's it's twenty 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 dollars thirty dollars. I don't regret it though because like we got to dance and there was a really great DJ at one spot and like I took it as a way of me like rebelling against the straights by me spending my own money. I don't. I tried to make it work on my Come own get head. Get them. <laughs> That'll show them. I'll be broke and they'll have nothing to say. <laughs> But it ended up being a very fun night. Jesse J performed, which is oh, like fun. Worth, I think, worth it. That makes yes. it worth it. But um, I again like wish we didn't have to spend money to celebrate ourselves. I know. I mean, the truth is, for this weekend, I actually am. am at, I'm at my in laws, and so, where so, are your in laws? My in laws live in Southern Illinois, so just hanging out at 
my partner's parents' house, and we did watch Fire Island with her mom. So I feel Shut like that up. is that's pretty good. I think, and we I loved it. Everyone loved huge. it. Huge. Everyone loved it. What Everyone did they think about? It. What did they think about the drugs and the sex of it all? Well, before before she came down to watch it with us, um, her dad went to sleep because he he had to go to work early. <laughs> Great excuse. Yeah, okay. Um, but she, I was like, you know, it's going to be like pretty horny. Is that cool? And she's like, yeah, I'm fine with that. And in my head, I'm like, but I'm not fine with watching right? it with you. <laughs> but she loved it. We all laughed, had a great time. Okay, can I ask you a really controversial question? Of course you can. Do you think that the movie Fire Island is enjoyed as much by straight people as it is by queer people or... Do we think it's a movie meant for queers and the straights are trying to pretend they like it as much? Whew. Okay, well, that is a controversial question. I, I think it I love that it's a movie for queer people. So I, I think it's like so unapologetically gay. I, I came up with Joel in Chicago. So like friends with Joel. And I love that he made this movie that is just like so, so gay. And I do think it's straight people being like, um yes <laughs> yes and yes and yes and yes and yes i think it is too but i think that you're nailing it on the head because it is for the queers but i think because joel is just so good and he had, yes. had no he had no choice but to make something incredible the straights have no choice but to like it but my controversial opinion is that i think we like it more because it was built for us to like it more i agree and, like it's like that's a part of the magic of it yeah I mean, not to, like, do that thing where, like, oh, I'm comparing another movie that came up. But Happiest Season mm. was, to me, made for the straights. Oh. That was, that was like, uh, is that controversial? No, it's just, it's a really, it's just interesting of, like, if, like, like, here's a qu- question. The movie Carol. Yes. Who was it made for? That was made for me personally. That was, <laughs> I was the single audience for that movie. I literally would go less for Kate Blanchett. I remember oh, seeing her in, um, and I know this is not like the most incredible crafted movie, but the Benjamin Button movie where, where, what's I his haven't name? seen Benjamin Button yet. You need I? to see Benjamin okay. Button only because I don't know how it's aged and like we need to figure this out together. Okay. But when it came out, it was a sort of like a cool can see, like, oh my God, Brad Pitt is hot, but he's, like a baby is a baby <laughs> we, we can see brad as a baby and old fuck him in but like but then on top of it, it's like also this that, that to me feels like sort of magic and i'm like I, i'm a magic girl i love i grew up reading roll doll is this connected oh my god i not? love roll doll thank you yes but i thought like yes the brad pitt aging got me into it but the Kate blanchette she is so there's a scene where she's like a ballet dancer and they did some sort of crazy cgi where and like i'm sure again i watch it now and it would probably look so horrible because like the <laughs> animation like literally two seconds ago was not as good as it is now however she's like doing like fuetes and like dancing on a stage and like i remember there's a shot of her the camera like, kind of like closes up as she like peers out into the audience and she's like giving a dancer hand i see her bone structure she <sighs> is so powerfully beautiful and a great actor yes. and just magnetic and i it was my like embarrassingly enough my ooh, my opening moment to loving Kate blanchett so when i saw carol i was like she can do nothing wrong i know all my arguments for like only qu- only queer actors can play queer characters falls apart when Kate blanchett's involved <laughs> except um except uh, uh, <laughs> except the, uh, Kate, Kate the blanchett. one time <laughs> <laughs> i watched i mean that Truly, that is the last movie. We own that movie. Like, 
I can't imagine lesbians not like making a fucking statue out of the movie. The movie. No, girl. it's like it is a Christmas film. It is like the lesbian <laughs> diehard. It's like it is. Carol telling, is a lesbian diehard. It is though. It is such a ugh. see that movie. I mean, I don't. Is it? It's made. I think it's made for everyone. Carol, I do too. Carol I do is, too. Yeah. It's also. It's it's Oscar winning, right? It's like. Yeah. yeah. I think it's like when it gets to that level, it's like, and I, I'm not gonna say Fire Island's not gonna win an Oscar, but yeah. it should, and it I should. think it maybe should show that is meant. It's meant for the queers, but it's so good, everyone can agree that it's good. It also felt, you know, I you had a you had a fun pride this weekend, but like I've I've been in the Midwest for a while now, and so I've been. Um, my partner is a professor, and so she was like, "I've been in Champaign, Illinois, with her for the past year." Wait, and is it um Southern Illinois? What's the university called? Un- university of Illinois. University. Of Illinois. I'm literally choosing the most like <laughs> difficult way of saying it. Um, I'm from I'm from St. Louis, so I have a lot of people that go to school in Illinois. So I feel like okay, there is such a Midwestern gay connection here. I just went to the M- Missouri Botanical Gardens this past Shut weekend. Shut the f up! My aunt Anna had her birthday party there. I think I probably saw her. Yeah, she's like short and Jewish. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my god! I said I, I actually knew it. was like Eric said happy birthday. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> Diana, Aunt Diana, I miss you. Oh my, wait, that's a great botanical garden. It's a great because they live um, uh, like thirty minutes outside of St. Louis. Shut up. Yes, that is so, I, so funny. Just that was my pride. I spent I spent it at the Missouri Botanical Gardens and then went and watched Fire Island. One might argue that a botanical garden is the gayest place you can go. Butterflies. I, I, butterflies, flowers, colors. Everyone's showing up and showing out. Like, come on. It's the gayest. There are straight men talking about how the, how nature is beautiful. That's, you're gay. If you think nature is beautiful, you're gay. You're gay. There's actually a really amazing gay statue at the big, at the opening of the museum, uh, or museum, I keep going, the Missouri Botanical Gardens. There you is? know when you, yes, there are two naked women just like dancing with each other. Does it say that it's meant for gays or is it just two dancing women that we're putting on it that it's gay? It's, I mean, do you need, does it need to be said? <laughs> You're right. I'm like, but is, um, <laughs> You're like, did the artists want it to be seen as gay? <laughs> How wet are they? Um, <laughs> I can't like I'm not making this up. That makes me like get like warmth in my body because whenever I hear like a gay connection of like positivity towards St. Louis, it yes. it like heal it heals a wound. It heals <laughs> this. There's like so much of this podcast has truly been therapy because of a us all talking about the traumas that we all like had similarly to each other, <sighs> but b of like grappling with the shittiness that it was to grow up in the Midwest as gay, but then like how it's gotten better and like continuing to hopefully point in that direction. And the fact that there are naked lesbos in the f- opening of the Missouri yes. Botanical Gardens, happy pride. Happy Pride. Is it offensive? I, I've never said lesbos until this no, moment. No, you can. No, it's okay. totally. The only time it's ever it. offensive to me is when it's like some straight dude that I dated in college in my DMs. He's like that. That's the only time that I feel most offended. No context. Could that be okay? <laughs> um, I do want to. Uh, this is like something that is very topical with this being Pride. I'm just noticing this year. Mm-hmm. With the whiplash, the greatness, the goodness, the Fire Islandness, and then you see these news articles. Like, did you see that? Um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or Tampa yes. Bay, right? Whatever the fuck they are, they are. Yes. they're like they're the the players. Some of them are not going to wear pride flags for the Pride Night because of their faith based. Rel- oh my god! <laughs> but you know what? Here's another one to warm your heart. A St. Louis Cardinals pitcher dragged them. 
Are you kidding? I'm not kidding you. I literally just saw it. I think his name is Jake Flaherty. Oh my god. He just like retweeted their like explanation and just wrote absolute joke. And I was like, simple. Okay, okay, okay. This is so good because you know what that is? That is a straight man using straight man argument. Like, because you know, like, I feel like when straight men get angry, they're still like, they they can never communicate regardless. So they're either just like throwing punches, saying a couple words, like, or like, I feel like also lately, the thing when they get excited, they go, they say, let's go. Let's go. (laughs) That to me feels very straight. I feel like, what if, wait, he said a, a fucking joke? He said absolute joke, which Abs- I love. Absolute joke. It's two words. Two words. We can't expect a straight man to say more than two words. No, no, no. But those two words pack a punch, and then he's on the right side of history. And he's right. And he's on the right side of history. And they're like, I feel like sometimes straight men are, don't like to be hyperbolic, and I'm. I feel like he's being strong here. Like absolute. Joke. Absolute. There's no joke. question. And a straight man does not want to be called a joke because no. they, the only thing they want to be is taken seriously. It's- is is to be taken seriously or to be the one telling the jokes. So this Ooh. is this is huge. I hope he's a good pitcher because if he was like the worst in the major <laughs> leagues and they're all like, sure, Robert. They're like, you didn't even get to play. <laughs> you were benched until last week. <laughs> I think he is like uh I think he's like uh, one of the starting pitchers. Oh thank God. Oh, I know. St. Louis, you're I really know. making me this never happens. It's not never like and look at the good thing that St. Louis did for queer rights. Oh I know, I saw that today and I, I'm I mean, you know, I it's not like I've adopted St. Louis as like a, a second home, but I feel like of the cities that I've been to most recently in the pandemic, it has been St. Louis. So I'm kind of like, go cards. Go cards. Go cards. Indeed. My family has season ticks, babe. When's the last time you've been? Um, do you know what? Actually, I think I went. So my husband and I were in St. Louis, like I would say a year ago. And we he went for the first time to a St. Louis Cardinals game. And it was camp. It was good. We it's had fun. our hot dog. It was Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I would enjoy the only thing I'm scared of is a foul ball. I'm like, I'm, I think I have such a narcissistic personality, which I don't actually think I do. But like in the <laughs> baseball setting, I'm like, it's going to hit me, the one person, 30,000 pe- out of the 30,000 people here. It's coming for me. But like, it hasn't happened yet. But you can, you've seen those videos of the foul ball going into the stands. Terrible. And like, the velocity at which it goes. It's very, very scary. But I, I do like watching the videos of like, here's another straight man attribute that I like is when um, a dad holding a baby catches a foul ball. <gasps> That's a whole genre of viral videos that i that's actually i'm in i'm actually into <laughs> i love listen a straight man with a, with a baby is an immediate yeah. i i my toxic trait is like if you're pushing a stroller you can be disgusting and i still want to suck your dick i was just like there's something about <laughs> there's something about fatherhood <laughs> <laughs> wait let's unpack that <laughs> i know i'm like wait a minute <laughs> there's something about the idea there's something of fatherhood, about fatherhood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I truly am like walking down the street and I will see a kind of handsome person. I'm like, oh, he's kind of nice. And I'll see the stroller and I'll be like, okay, is okay. that not the hottest guy you've ever seen in your fucking life? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what's going on in those cargo shorts. <laughs> um, yeah. We're, so, well, we have to d- dive into the Illinois of it all and your partner is there with your. So, how long have you been with your partner? Is my first question. Um, it'll be nine years this July. Congratulations. Thank you. How did you What's your partner's name? Aaron. We love Aaron. How we did you meet Aaron? Aaron? We uh, I used to throw a very 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 uh self-indulgent birthday party when I lived in I lived in Chicago for a very long time. Um and I used to throw a party called Tanks for Hank. Mm. Uh which was I would do a full spread barbecue of like ribs, wings, kebabs, burgers, 
for for my friends and all you would have to do for the price of entry was to bring like a five dollar or less thrifted tank or like t-shirt that i could cut into like a slutty side bra tank are you joking that is that's not (laughs) self-indulgent you're not only giving incredible food which i think a barbecue could be considered one of the best party foods to have it's my favorite also giving fashion yes so so they would bring a tank and and someone happened to like a mutual friend brought my partner um and she like two weeks later asked me out how did she ask you out over email (gasps) (laughs) how tom hanks so tom so tom hanks honestly just watch just watched you've got mail last week i feel like you have you been following me because i feel like you're hitting all oh our producers have been casing all of our guests yeah no, no, no. there's there's cameras on everyone the the, the the main room of your in-laws house yeah okay, we love because... we love the purple shades they're gorgeous thank you uh, i'll tell her to keep them yeah no tell her tell her um although i don't like what she wore yesterday to um to church it was not okay uh, i will i will i tell just her felt to like the frills that. were a little on the nose for for june okay for june fine i'll cut the Maybe... frills off she can keep the shirt <laughs> She the shirt, cut the frills. Um, wow, Hank Tina had a... Wait, what was the party called? It was called Tanks for Hank. And can you please tell our listeners what... what can, this amazing story about the Hank Tina of it all. Oh, Hank, the Hank Tina of it all is that my full name, um, Vietnamese name is Hunt Tien, which is uh, spelled H-A-N-H-T-I-E-N. And one time in high school, I had a substitute teacher who just like reading through fucking roll call got to my name and said hank tina like (laughs) is there a hank tina here just like over and over and over and ever since then i've like reclaimed it as my own sort of social media persona nickname it's Uh, so brilliant to take to take such a like to take like a wild micro microaggression And then make it like your moniker. Yes. I, it's talk, talk about taking our power and talk about like trauma from growing up. Of, yes. Like, oh my God. So much. I, I also think it's devastatingly brilliant how you talk about someone was like, Michelle Kwan, are you in this <laughs> TJ Maxx? It's just, it really, I, I, I really do find it so surprising the ways in which people can be like racist in such creative ways. Like why would Michelle Kwan be in Erie, Pennsylvania shopping for... <laughs> fucking tanky but I, I think it's again the narcissistic uh, quality of a lot of americans are like well i assume that obviously the TJ Maxx that i'm shopping at <laughs> i know that the tj maxx off of peach street is where all the celebrities go for it their is deals. the big one it is it's the, big, the big, one. big one it is attached to a marshall's <laughs> you know the other day i thought i saw anderson cooper <laughs> turns out it was just my dad. Um, okay, so uh, there's so much to discuss with you because seeing How I Met Your Father explode and seeing you on it, I just like, first of all, there's so much to unpack about why it's so good because Hillary Duff is, I think, there's a reason why there are so many gay memes that go around of her being like, like you know, when you say gay, it's that stupid as gay. It's like, I think she, whether she wanted to or not, became a representative of the queer community. Yes. Um, I also think you are so good in it. I also think very deep cut, but um, Chris Lowell, um, he is not only so hot, but he <laughs> <laughs> he is in one of the movies that my toxic trait that I've seen it too many times is The Help. Oh my Emma god! Stone's, he plays Emma Stone's love interest in The Help. I just like he. You'll be happy to know that he is truly like the best and charming and i love him and i love working with him like 
I looked I, up his Instagram. I see he's like an actually artistic photographer. Too. Oh my god, he's I'm an like, incredible photographer. That's annoying that you're like hot, a good actor, actual an artist. Like yes, and he's so thoughtful and so just like he's wonderful. I adore Chris. Like I, I really feel very lucky that I. I'm not just saying that. Like I truly feel so lucky that like my brother in this show is a person that I like genuinely adore and love because it would be so hard. Yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> also I for it. like. During this interview, like we would be able to tell that you could like, tell that he I- <laughs> is. Oh yeah, no, 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 really good guy. Um, like, what do you? What's your shirt? What shirt is that? I'm like, oh, it's um, it's, like you changed the subject. What are your sheets? Uh, where do you oh, they're uh, sorry. Yeah, no, I love these. They're um, they're parachute. <laughs> um, because I am trying to have a morsel of success that you're having. Can you give us an inside the actor's studio about what it was like to like book this show? And I want to know where you where you were when you found out you booked it. Oh my god. So it's actually really funny that I'm in my in-law's basement because I I auditioned in this room. I did a (gasps) self-tape. My first tape was in this room with my partner, who, bless her, is so good when auditioning with me because I... I have gotten better, but I know that I'm like kind of really annoying. And I'm we like, all are that? annoying. And oh anyone listening to this podcast who also <laughs> has to audition with their partner is now seething with anger because they're like, fuck, fuck. some couples are actually doing this. Okay. Because Matt and I have had so many. Tens I mean, I've had the, so many, like, honestly, the very first time that I got an audition self tape was like three years ago. And my partner, it was a short paragraph monologue. Eric, it took us three hours because I could not <laughs> get my shit together. Okay? So we've come a very long way. Yeah. Um, so Professor Aaron is is doing the self-tape is, with you. Is doing the self-tape with me. I got the tape in like June of last year. And we taped it in this room. Had to do it between like dogs running around and like just general family noise. And... We sent it off, and I, I I even, like, wrote to my managers, like, oh, my God, I can't really want to be Hilary Duff's best friend, and just sent it off. Didn't hear for months. And then I got a call back and did a Zoom table read with Hillary and the rest of, like, the executive producers. And So and, months later, you got the call back? Yeah. So months later, I got the call back. I'm also forgetting a, a very key point. I actually auditioned for a different role originally. Wow. And it was for it was for Francia's character. And I think they came back and they were like, <laughs> the casting was like, we loved your tape, but I think you'd be more appropriate for this character. And I read it and I was like, farm lesbian? Great. Let's go. Um, <laughs> check and check. check. I know that. <laughs> Iowa, I'm there. I, Iowa, I am there. I have a plaid shirt that I'm going to put on. <laughs> you, that's also the funny thing about like auditioning for queer roles. I feel like I put on what I think industry <laughs> yeah. Things like, that lesbians dress stocks? like, like I'm like, yeah, I know. I like stereotype my own tape. I'm like, huh? Where's my Birkenstocks? Where's my flannel? Who's perpetuating who's, which who's, stereotype? <laughs> oh, I am. It's me. It's me. I am doing it. Um, and then that night they like after I after after I did the call back, I got a call from my managers and they were like, they loved you. Like, let's just sit tight. They'd like to fly you out to test. And I was, like, losing my mind because I'm in Champagne, and it's just, like, very weird to not be nearby. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just – it's still very weird to me to be, like, working from Champagne in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they used that Zoom table read as my, like, network test. And then I had to, like, wait another week, and then they and then they called me 
and I was by myself because I had been waiting all day and my partner was like, I'm just going to go for a walk. Okay. Like uh, if they call, just like run out and find me. And they called while I was by myself and she had just gotten home and I'm like screaming and like, (laughs) she's like trying to get through the screen door. It was just, it was, it, it's, it still feels very surreal. Like it just, I don't think I've quite even still after shooting a season and it's out to like, it's hard to wrap my head around like getting a job and like getting this one. It's just, it's, 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 I, I feel very, I'm like, I just feel very grateful and it's I think bizarre it's so, and weird. It's so, it, I can't imagine how bizarre, but also like any story like that where you hear about someone booking the role that was like as a game changer and something they're like dying to get. And then when it actually comes true and then thinking about like your partner coming in and seeing you freaking out, I love a good booked and blast story there's um the in the heights documentary or there's some broadway documentary and there's a guy that's like his first broadway show he sees his face on a billboard in times square and he like loses his mind i just can't help but cry there's also um all very theater related but, like every little step is the documentary about the chorus line uh revival going back to broadway and seeing people when they book like just seeing like people ha- see how their dreams come true this is so heartwarming and i think you have been doing so many amazing things, but this was like a game changer. Yeah, I I think it has changed my life in terms of just like, it's just crazy. It feels crazy. How long would you say that you were working towards a goal like this, like in the industry, like, like doing comedy? How many years do you think it's been? You know, I only know this because my sister sent me a Facebook memory post, which is, it's so funny to me that my older sister, uh, loves to send me Facebook memories. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, you're, you're saying your older sister, so that's it tracks. It's yes, Facebook. yes, yes. She's in her 40s. She's still on Facebook. Love her to death. She's cool as hell. But she's sending me Facebook screen grab memories. But she had sent me, it was the first time that she had, um, that I had performed at Second City. And that was when I like properly quit my job. Mm. So I like to say that it was like, I've been doing it like full time. The only thing that I've been focusing on for the last six years, but I had done like sketch comedy all through college Mm -hmm. and like did all the like improv indie shows. So much longer than that. But like, it also goes to show you like how much of a commitment you have to take to like leave your job, do this and like really put your all into it. And then, and then you can see the results now and it's like, we love to see a gay hero be on the silver <laughs> screen. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Speaking <laughs> of uh, being a gay hero, I want to... I want to ask you the famous podcast question, which is okay. Tian Tran. Whose okay. fault is it that you're gay? Who do we blame, babe? Oh my god, I think we blame um, Raven, who is my who was my summer camp coach for a soccer summer camp. And her, her name, name was, was Raven. Raven. Her name was Raven. We need okay. to paint a picture here. Raven was Raven. Your, now- I, I think it like solidified for me that like, oh my god, this is an attraction towards like an older woman. I think I was probably like eleven or twelve. Erie, Pennsylvania, the UNC women's soccer team, which I don't know if you're familiar with women's college soccer, but they were like, they are like the Chicago Bulls of college women's soccer. Like they are a dynasty. They've won so many national championships. Like Mia Hamm is from there. I was just going to say Mia Hamm. Mia Hamm, Christine Lilly, all of these. My best friend, Diane was super into Mia Hamm. (laughs) And guess who came out as gay? (laughs) Like, I literally remember, like, the Mia Hamm poster on the wall. So, I'm here. So, you know. Okay, so you know. So, Raven was a UNC women's soccer player, and they had camps, soccer camps in the summer, and they came to Erie, and I obviously signed up, and I was obviously put into her group, and I just was, like, I was blown away at this, like, hot college soccer player. Honestly, kind of looked like Mia Hamm. Like, looked like a young Mia Hamm. Just, like, fit. Like, soccer like soccer fit. Long, dark brown mm-hmm. hair. Mm, over-tweezed eyebrows, maybe. But that's okay. It was, like, uh, it was hot at the time. Doesn't matter. How, it was 2004. Uh, it was 2004. <laughs> we were not going to overthink that. It probably I, I didn't question it. But she was just, like, so funny. 
so hot. And I just found myself like trying to show off so much for her in our like little group play and like playing, well, group play, that's taking on a different meaning now as an adult, but like mm, scrimmages. I just, I'm also laughing because there's so many funny jokes that go around about like the 11 year olds who go to like the NSYNC concert and they think that Justin Timberlake is going to bone them. Like, 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 I'm the 11. I love the idea of you, like, Raven is going to be so fucking into me. And then, like, it zooms out and you're, like, fully, like, braces. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, it's like those, like, like those teens at those concerts. I, like, really curated my outfits. Like, I wanted yeah. to make sure that I looked, like, I'm like, if I wear this, like, girl power soccer t-shirt, she's going to notice be me. jaw dropped. <laughs> She's like, who is that? Who is camper? that middle schooler? <laughs> I do love that there's like a reverse grooming we never talk about, yeah. which is the children trying to groom the adults. Try- I'm trying to, to groom up. this. I'm trying to groom this college student. <laughs> we're gonna. This is what we're gonna pitch to studio is um, kitty group, kitty groomers, kitty groomers. Oh my god! Oh my god! That will cancel so fast. Yes, but very wow! Quickly. I love yeah, Raven. So, I love Raven. It was Raven. Do we know me. if Raven's gay? You know, I don't know. I because I, I don't think I I don't I don't know Raven's last name, but I guess I could look at like soccer rosters throughout soccer all roster them. Raven <laughs> two thousand. I do, do we know this? I really am gonna out myself as not being into the Mia Ham world as much as I should be. Is Mia Ham out? No, she's very straight, which is is a huge disappointment. You know, it. it, it she, I think she's married. She's married to um, a famous baseball player. Okay, that's a little on the nose. I um, know, but you know what? I, at least Mia is a symbol yes. for young queer girls, and yes. I'm sure she knows it. And I would have to imagine she likes it. I'm sure she embraces it. It's kind of like there's so many uh, queer women basketball players. Like I feel like, yes. like I bet you there's a straight girl on the uh, basketball team in the WNBA who's like. I'm sure, like, there are tons of girls crushing on her, and she's not going to dislike it. No. I mean, there are so many. I'm I'm a huge sports head, and, like, there's just so many queer soccer players out now, and, like, all their teammates are so, like, the best allies in the world. Like, yes. it's just a really lovely, wonderful thing in this time. Um, I was just going to add to the soccer story was that when I did come out to my parents, finally, in I came out to my parents probably when I was 20... 425 um over thanksgiving after i had come out to them and like the all the drama and the tears had already stopped and i was like getting ready for bed my parents burst back into my room and they were like is it because we let you play soccer (laughs) (laughs) i'm like you guys are actually pretty good detectives (laughs) case closed uh (laughs) I love the idea that they were like sitting watching TV with each other <laughs> and one of them takes a sip of their water and they go, Oh my God, it was a soccer. Like they just like, they just, <laughs> they just like, knew <laughs> shit. Rick, I told you we should not have let her go to the camp. I but know. I also like the idea of like, they were like worried it was their fault. I Ugh. know. I know. What did you say when they asked you that? I said no. I was like no, no. I, I just simply was like no, no, no. Like you know the 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 refrain of like this is just who I am. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, that's always there's always innocent parent questions that like they're just trying to figure things out. Yes. And, you know, I think I've said this before. A, 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 something that I've unpacked as an adult 
is I was told as a kid when I was made fun of about acting gay or girly, I was told just because people are saying that you're gay doesn't mean that you are. Hmm. And that was supposed to make me feel better. And I, and it did in a way. And of course it was like a really well-intentioned thing. Right. Yeah. But the opposite side of that is that it's saying, hopefully you're not. Yes. Yes. And so that question, your parents, of course, only wanted to, you know, support and figure things out. But of course it's like, what what are we going to blame? Like, what conditioned you to be this way? When, of yep. course, you'd be like, I understand the question, but it's like, I literally cannot help this. I know. It took me a very long time. Not, I mean, it took me a long time to finally realize, like, I think we, we all go through these stages of our parents. Like, it took me so long to come out to myself mm-hmm. that I had to learn to give my parents a little bit of a grace period, at least to, mm-hmm. like come out to themselves that their child is gay, like come out that like have them come out to the fact that they're like the child of a gay parent, you know, or uh, the child of a gay kid, you know, or parent, I'm a parent of a gay child. I totally know what you mean. That's actually, that's true. There is a coming out process for almost every person who is related or close to a, a queer person of them coming out to the world of like, I have this relationship to someone that I love so much that yeah, I didn't know that I had, that connection to something that is classically controversial. Yes. When, like we're trying to make it not so controversial, but it is. But it is still. My mom is my mom has now become like the P flag of my relatives. Oh, I love that so much. <laughs> Are your and relatives like, cool about the gayness of it all? You know, they're in the they're in the boat of like, we know but we won't ask and we like know you have a partner, but like we're not gonna be like I think it's different now, though, to be honest, that, like, I am on this show and mm-hmm. they want to tell their friends and family members to watch. And it's just like, I'm just such a gay character on this show. Hello. Like, it is, is so hard to not be proud of your family member <laughs> who is playing a gay person on, like, one of the biggest TV shows, Remounts with Hilary Duff. <laughs> So all it takes for relatives to understand is to have this <laughs> Hollywood industrial complex around you. If anybody is listening. If anybody is listening. It gets better if you book a network sitcom. <laughs> That's all you need. That's Otherwise, all you need. you're fucked, girl. It's going to be hard. Oh, my God. You have to be noticed that the TJ Maxx not working there. Yeah. Um, that is so... But actually, that is... Anyone listening that is false, you should be... You should be loved and... Yes, revered, you should be loved no matter regardless what. Regardless of your SAG <laughs> status. Um, <laughs> wow. That is so good, though. I love the answer of Raven being the it's soccer Raven. camp counselor coach. I feel like we've talked... Camp and and those types of environments are just... There's no choice yeah did you go to summer camp i absolutely did and i i just talk about like trying to groom the adults around you (laughs) i had a counselor who i might have told this story before he really inappropriately told the group of like 12 11 or 12 year olds that he was hooking up with another counselor which like of course that's fine that's fine like okay you're hooked like sure but keep it g man he told us that he I really feel bad for... I, I truly know neither of their names, so it's okay to tell this, but I feel okay, bad for the, so the woman that's a part of the story. He told us that he performed anal sex with her for the first time. Oh, my God. And he really didn't like it. And I was like, A, you're telling a group of 11-year-olds to get <laughs> anal. <laughs> B, half of us are gay. This is a performing arts camp. So try not to give us... 
a negative connotation with anal. <laughs> and C, this poor adult woman who all she did was hook up with a very cute counselor yes. and, without knowing that he was going to tell his what group do you call of his his kids his, i guess his cabin that she was just railed in the ass for the first time it just like it doesn't feel oh okay and i remember feeling very confused and complicated about it i mean it's such a it's I'm, like, blown away by the fact that this camp counselor told you guys that. I know. And, it, like, you know what? It, it goes back to our theory about straight men in general. They are either saying yes. two words powerfully or a lot of words really wrong. Yep. And <laughs> like he if, said a you, lot of words. <laughs> a lot of words really, 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 wrong. really, really, really wrong. How old were they? Were, were the college, probably? I would assume. Yeah. I, like, you know when you're a kid and you're like, everyone's 30. Like, yes. I, 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 he, I would say college. Benefit of the doubt, freshman in college. Okay, good. Or I don't know. I don't know if that is good. I don't know why I said good. <laughs> it's, be- it's better than senior. It's, it's better than senior. It's better than senior. I'm going youngest college. Yeah, Ugh, it's just... I, it's so intense. It is intense. And do you think in today's world of 2022, there are camp counselors talking about anal to their 11-year-olds? 100%. Right, that's the there thing. has like, to be. We hope we hope that things have changed, and I think they have for some people. But there are so many parts of this world that there have to be anal conversation with eleven year olds that shouldn't be happening. That shouldn't be happening, and they're mostly coming from the mouths of straight men. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, that, and, and, like as dark as this is to say, how many female mass shooters are there? Not that many. Like a couple. No, I I know. So. Figure it out straight. I do think that for champion the good ones, there are many straight men in my life that I do know that would never think about doing a mass shooting. Okay, like that's not the low bar, but like they would never like there's like would never have that conversation. Like there are people that listen to this. One of the reviews of this podcast is like. I'm like I'm straight man, and I still listen to this. Is that okay? We love the we love love the good ones, but like. We love the good ones. But unfortunately, you're the minority, babe. Like I know. In fact... You know, what we need is the good ones to go wrangle the bad ones. Wrangle the bad ones. And if, if you ever wanted to like put on an application that you're a minority, just say that you're a straight man, but you're good. That'll be... That'll, that's a minority. <laughs> that would be a diversity hire that I would get behind. <laughs> that's okay? actually really... I, that is very controversial, but like... I think <laughs> straight but not bad is straight a diversity hire. <laughs> okay, so what do we? What's the update with? I know season two is happening, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Where, where? When does it happen? Um, we start shooting. We we only just found this out. So like at the end of July is when I like we'll start. Like I'm moving out to LA properly. Like, can you believe that a year ago you were doing a self tape in your in laws basement, and then no. now a year later you're about to shoot season two? No, absolutely not. Okay, I have another. I, I, you're you're living my dream, so I have to ask you like just like, a masterclass. <laughs> um, when you ma- when you got uh, your first paycheck that was like delicious, did you make any impulse purchases that felt like you wouldn't have done it before you booked the show? I. I will say that I I, I booked the, I like booked a vacation for my partner and I yeah, 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 because yeah, yeah. like, for a very long time we just like didn't go on any and we just I booked a little house in Joshua Tree uh, and like we spent a week there that that has been my impulse purchases is just like having going to place like going to like national parks that I haven't ever gotten to go to I love that's actually very wholesome but also like it's also like, 
it's still vacation, but you're like national parks. You're not up. It's a national, like, yeah. You're not like I'm gonna bankrupt this tiny island. Exactly. I'm not doing that. And I will say the other thing that I probably spent money on is just like a lot of like nike coordinated outfits i'm wearing one right now like i, I, I love your nike coordinated. i can't stop wearing that look name brand babe name brand babe look at this <gasps> look at the also give me flexibility there's nike on the shin nike there's on the nike shin. on the shirt what does your hat say soccer dad Oh my god, I'm angry at how good that is. <laughs> Wait, that's also so spot on for what made you gay. I know. I just got I just got it recently. But yeah, I've been my, my impulse my my very first impulse purchase was like a, a vacation. Yeah, I love that. I can't wait to let you know where I go on my first Yes, I wanna know big vacation. I will definitely do a follow up. Please. I do wanna ask another podcast question. I'm ready. Tantran, if the world was ending and you could only save one character actress, who would you save? <laughs> Oh, this is a I this is a very good question and I'm not, I'm not, I'm only thinking it I'm thinking of it just from purely like who I love not who I think would be a good partner in the apocalypse which sure. I think would be a different answer. Yeah. But Olivia Coleman. <gasps> Brilliant. I, Wait, are you I, saying Olivia Coleman's not going to be good? Uh, no, I, I also think she would be good. <laughs> I think she would too. I think like I think she would be amazing in a in an apocalypse situation. Yeah, Olivia, do not worry, girl. We think you would like do great on Survivor. Um, I think that Olivia Coleman is a great answer, and you'd be surprised. I haven't gotten as, as many Olivia Coleman's on. Are you this. serious? Like, I'm serious. I think she's truly the best character. I think she's the best character actress, one of the best working right now. Like hands down, she does everything. Like I think. I I blew through Heartstopper. I, don't, I was just you, gonna ask you about. Did that. you did you watch it? A hundred percent. You know that. <laughs> you know how sometimes there are scenes. I don't know if you experienced, but there there will be little moments as a as now like a grown ass queer mm-hmm. that I'm like that I am reminded why like like reminded how gay I am. Oh yeah. And it's Heartstopper. Absolutely. I was just like so that show made me like ugh, I'm so thankful to be queer. <laughs> like I know <laughs> it made me so. That scene where, okay, spoiler alert, sorry, but that scene where they're at the birthday party and Nick sees the lesbians kissing and like he sees the possibility of queer, like <gasps> that. Tr- I, <laughs> I got chills. I got chills. <laughs> Eric, I still like if I see that scene again, I will cry. And, there, and that's why we've also talked about Fire Island too, because it's like there's yes! such the like chosen family oh, of it all. Oh there's God. such a kindred bond. There's a reason why you can come in the Zoom room for that's a gay ass podcast, and immediately we can just be like here. Yes. Like I told my parents, who like all of their children are fully grown, but I was like, I think any parent, and I've said this many times, any parent should watch Heartstopper. I completely because I think agree. It shows a really empathetic environment around the very scary thing about coming out yeah i also oh my god that's so true i i completely agree with you that like any parent should watch this because it really models the empathy that should come with with someone who's coming out in your life that you love and also i just loved nick as a character not being angry about his like or like not being upset or mean you know like there's always that there was no like internalized homophobia that he put outwardly that I felt was very refreshing because I, I feel like that is such a storyline that people always want to go back on is like 
like the other dude that was terrible to Charlie, the mm-hmm. other ex-boyfriend, like right. that. I feel like oh, sometimes God. that character is the main character and not to have him be the main character. It was just. You're right. Because oh, also when you're in the rugby world surrounded by straight guys and those yeah. are your friends that you're trying to be cool with, he went the opposite way. And says, I loved it. I'm going to honor what I'm actually feeling good about inside and break away from the tox, the bad men, the bad men, the bad men. Which I feel like doesn't happen all the time in it shows doesn't. like that. And that's I loved very, seeing that. That's very well said. I Because I don't want to watch the show with the toxic no, ex. I don't. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. I don't want to see that. No, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. Do you, well, is, do you, as you move forward with season two, what, I want you to manifest right now. What happens in like the dream of your life, like either personally and professionally <laughs> or both? Oh, my gosh. I love this question of like, you can write this story yourself. I know it's like, so okay. You, and also, there's no wrong answer. It's like, just, you can kind of, of consciousness it. I, I would love for this show to go on for several seasons. Like, I, I really, I love working with my cast. I think it's like a very rare, special thing to be a part of a cast where I, I genuinely enjoy and I'm excited to see everyone. Like, it's amazing. And I would love, I think for me, Work-wise, I, I do stand-up, but I haven't been able to in the last couple of years just because mm-hmm. of the pandemic. And and honestly, being like feeling like I'm starting from scratch again just because I haven't been out and doing the stages as mm-hmm. much as I used to. So I would love to like write a half hour and get that growing to an hour. And I guess the big, big goal for me is to get to make things with like the people that I love like comedians that I admire and like my partner and I wrote something together that I would love to like get made. So oh my God, that's so exciting. That would yes. be, that would be like the big manifesting dream is to like get to work with the people that I like really admire and, and adore from a creative standpoint. That so is I, I so hope. well said. And I'm fluffing that aura. I'm putting that into existence. I am, a, I am truly building that manifestation Thank up because you. it should and will come true. I hope so. I really hope so. I think that's great. And also, it kind of doubles down on the magic of the queerness of it all, of like you and your partner working on something together. And like, I'm sure a lot of the people that you love around you also have a lot of. I only want to work with queer people. Like, hello. And that's why (laughs) I, I, it's like, I'm a broken record about Fire Island, too, of just like, there's just like so many queer people. And like, the the storylines also being like, we're not just following the hot gays because they're hot gays. We're actually mm-hmm. trying to like, grapple with it. We maybe like Bo and Yang like doesn't feel like he's a part of that. And like, what is that? I know feeling like the feeling of ostra ostra ostracized, alienated from the group. The alienation of it all is just yeah. like there's, and that's again the conflicting feelings of pride too. Of like, I want to celebrate, but why I have to spend so much money and why? Like, and then like, but then also these fucking baseball players are now going to say that it's like it's like it all there's just so much but uh, there's that's why there is such a powerful connection between us i know you you were so right to say like i i really do like that's why when you reached out to me i was like absolutely like i would love to do this podcast because there is such a un, there is like an almost like undeniable like familial bond in in just having this common like common ground of queerness that I, it just a hundred percent it's really just the best and i always 
Like truly, when you reached out, I was like, absolutely. I know it took me a couple weeks, but then Listen. when I finally, when I finally did, I was like, yes, 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 please, please. I and I, the second that you said yes, I knew it was going to be a dream episode, and you have proven that that has come oh true. Oh my god! Stop because of you. This was oh my such god, no, because joy. of you. Listen, no. before we say goodbye, I have my final question. I did not prep you on. Oh, okay. Yes, I'm ready. The question is, what is the best Whoopi Goldberg film? Um, it's Eddie. To me, I and it is honestly one of my favorite films growing up. Yay! <laughs> she is a New York is a New York Knicks basketball yeah, yeah, coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's honestly one of my favorite movies. You are as a, a kid. sports girl. I am a sports girl. I used to, you know, there was a Wegmans when I where I grew up, which is like a grocery store chain yeah. in the East Coast. Um, and they had a video section, and I rented Eddie multiple times because i love i really love the underdog story of like female coach takes a group of men and like turns the team around um your parents should have been like oh did eddie oh, make you gay <laughs> <laughs> is it because we rented that movie honestly raven and eddie those two movies <laughs> made me gay i love how also uh confident you were with your answer a lot of people waffle like i guess i should say this i should you knew immediately no. eddie i rented eddie all the time i re- I, I even remember the one scene now I'm just nerding out, but like one of her players refuses to take a charge and keeps like moving his feet. And so she is like, I'll show you how to do it. And she takes a charge from like a six foot four huge mm. basketball player and just gets absolutely decked on the ground. And that's when she like earns the respect of the team. It's just, I, I love it. <laughs> Eddie I love is Eddie. a gay ass movie. It's a gay ass movie. It's a great movie. I think Lisa and no. I can't remember who else is the, in the rest of that cast, but I think it, it's an amazing cast. And oh, Eddie's- yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think, too, it is proving to me more and more that Whoopi, whether she wanted to or not, made so many people gay. I mean, because for me, yes. it was Sister Act 2, which is a very, uh. very gay thing. But Eddie, too, it's like it's she ha- she felt it within to choose these roles, to say yes to these projects that just like really queered out a lot of people. So queer. Well, listen, I'm so grateful to this podcast. Where can people follow you? You can follow me on Hank Tina um, on Instagram. And we are going to be so excited for season two to come out. <laughs> Break a leg with filming. And uh, um, when you're out in LA, hopefully we'll, I'll see you here. Yes, I would love that. Also, thank you so much for being a true joy. This was so, so much fun. Thank you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. 
United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible Resistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.